All right, guys, welcome to another edition of Down by the Bank, sponsored by Brewers Pizza. Uh, we got JK3 and Derek here talking a little bit of uh, Jags Redskins, and we got a treat for you. We're not going to keep beating our heads up against a, a wall that's not going to move. Uh, got a game coming up this Sunday. Hopefully we can pull out a win. We got to find out who really wants to play on this team and who really wants to not play on this team. So. Yeah. What, what are you thinking so far, man? Man, it, it's it's tough this time of the year. You really you really find out, um, you know, about the fans. You really find out about uh, the the team. And, and right now, you, you got to find out about who really wants to be here. Um, tough times are going. I really want to see what players we've got, what team uh, we have to try to build a foundation. Because I think it's one thing that's clear is that uh, next year uh, we will be going in a different direction. I don't. I know for a fact, or not, not for a fact. Excuse me, but I hope that they're going, uh, you know, a different direction as far as quarterback goes. Um, I hope that the general manager position is in a different direction, and I really hope they finally decide to 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 get a team and, and get some uh, leadership in here that that can form a nucleus and and, and push us forward. You know, I don't want to be one of those historically bad teams, you know, and I don't mean to be talking crap about anybody's team, but face it, the Lions, historically bad. The Browns, historically bad. Um, you can mm-hmm. lump the Jets in there as a historically bad team uh, as, of, as of recent, and you can lump your Jacksonville Jaguars are, that, that are in there also as, a, you know, the last 10 years, I think, what, two winning seasons? Yeah, don't don't forget about the Detroit Lions either. You know they they got to be yeah since, I, since Barry left town. It's been that's eighteen years ago. Yeah, man. I mean I don't want to be a historically I don't want to be a historically bad team, man. So it, it it and you have those teams that are historically like the bottom feeders of the NFL. Uh, you got some teams that are mediocre uh, that kind of fluctuate in between doing okay and and on the on the verge of making the playoffs, and then you just got those teams that are just good that you can almost count in as shoo-ins, uh, you know, to go into the playoffs or, or to, to make a move. And I just don't want that to be the Jags to be at the bottom feeders, but Hey, hopefully, um, you know, that's why those guys get paid to run football teams and we get, uh, you know, pizza at Brewers to talk about uh, a podcast, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, another, another question comes to mind. It's also on the owner. The owner's pretty much the one that, you know, he doesn't run the team, but it's his team. Look at the the teams that play well and look at the teams that, that, that historically play well and the ones that haven't. What, what do you think? Do you think that maybe he's a little bit too much business and not enough about winning? I know that's kind of, that's kind of a, a gray area, but if you, if you look at some of the owners out there that are really – you know, poured their, their their money and their, their hard work into the team. Yeah, he's done that from an economic standpoint for the Jags because that's what it's ultimately about, money. But you can't have money if you don't have wins. So eventually that the whole speech about we're going to do great things is going to wear off, which I'm pretty sure it's probably already worn off by now. Yeah, there, there's a lot of uh, economic development that, that that he's striving to make and a lot of things that, that's going on right now with Khan is uh, proposing to try to make downtown a little bit better. So I think he does have the 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 – the ability to do it as the owner. But I mean, he hires football guys for a reason. He's got to get the right football guys in there to make the right football choices that'll lead to the right football moves on the field, which will translate to wins. 
Uh, last year, it was a um, a pretty magical season. We can all say it was a very magical season um, with the Jags. We, we put together a really good defense. We had an offense together that was uh, able, uh, you know, to, to get through. And the thing that they didn't uh, address, and, and I love I love Blake like the next guy does. I, I think he's great for the city. I think he's great for uh, some of the things that he's doing in the community as well. But if he's not going to get wins on the football field, then – you got to move on. And I, and I think with them not bringing in any viable competition at the quarterback position last year is what led to this team's demise that and not signing Allen Robinson and bringing in formidable um, receivers. You, you can only do so much as far as injuries. You can't injuries are the ultimate, like uh, I want to say what, what like, very um, very variable. You can't control those. Like you cannot control injuries. Yeah. People are going to get hurt. It's football. It's a contact sport. Your offensive lineman can get rolled up under one bad play, uh, like Marquise Lee tearing an ACL. That happens. That happens in this game. What you can prevent from happening are the mistakes that lead to starting Cody Kessler at quarterback. The mistakes that lead to having, you, you know, not not bringing in, you know, formidable talent. I mean, you just didn't bring in any talent. You you brought in no talent at the quarterback position. Every other position group that we have has been stacked. I mean, you can't get mad at you can't get mad at TJ. TJ's the leading receiver on this team. He's a running back. Corey Grant gets a pass because he got hurt. Fournette, he's hurt and he can't keep his mouth shut. On or on the sideline or running across the field, you know that's all on him. The defense can only do so much. They've stayed relatively healthy, but people always want to try to put the blame on the defense. Or oh, the defense didn't play good. The, de- the defense is out there seventy five percent of the game. It's just it gets really frustrating. And again, we're not going to you know talk about this for probably another fifteen seconds. It's just it is what it is. Hey, we, unfortunately, we're going to have a losing season. What does that mean? We'll have a decent draft position. Hopefully it's not the best draft position or else we really have a problem. You know, some people say, you know, let's just tank and uh, we'll, we'll figure it out. And no, you, you want to play for pride because you got to find out who wants to be here. You got to find out who wants to be here. Malik Jackson's made some comments about if they're going to have him on third string on the depth chart. I guess these are my last three games of the Jacksonville Jaguar. There's one. Right. That comp, that, that's one. So, uh, There'll be more. Uh, Barry Church looks like he's on his way out because of the emergency or emergence of uh, Ronnie Harrison. There'll be other guys too. So they got to find some guys that want to play. They got to find some guys that can play. And we also need to get healthier. We need to think about what we can do to make sure we don't have such a monumental collapse. Injuries are variable. They are unpredictable. But you can get your guys healthy enough and ready to play. So training staff will take care of that so it might be a clean you know a whole clean house hopefully it starts at caldwell and ends everywhere else marone he seems like a good guy you know the people weren't too you know happy about the decision to bring him on because of gus bradley with him being on gus's staff but at the end of the day it is what it is we can't keep living in the past as fans we got to forget about last year definitely got to forget about this year and we just need to move on so before we get to the uh, our, our treat we got for you guys, 
Jalen Ramsey's comments about his contract. What, what's what's he what's he talking about? What what does he want? Hey, to do he, he he wants to he wants his money. It's like those commercials, those JG Wentworth commercial. He wants his money. He wants it now. <laughs> my my boy wants to get paid. I, I, that's that's pretty much it, man. You know, he alluded to saying that, hey, it, I'm going to leave it up to my agents and the front office to work it out. But five weeks ago, there was something talking about me getting traded, and if the off if the front office wants to double down on that and make sure that it does not happen. I need all my chips with dip right now. <laughs> that, that, that's basically what he's saying right now. And do and do I disagree with him? Absolutely not, because he is one play away from losing it all. One and we are one play player away from you know the defense really just being a collapse. As much as people can say that Jalen talks, he talks smack which is what he does. But one thing that Jalen doesn't do, he's never late to meetings. He, he mm-hmm. He's not out. You don't see Jalen out in Jacksonville at all. Maybe to get something to eat. That's pretty much it. You don't see him at any nightclubs. You don't see him at any bars. You may see him at Top Golf for an event. I mean, I love Top Golf like the next guy does. My point is, is that he's the best player on the football team. And at this point right now, and the way that the NFL is going, you need to have a defense because what's going on right now is these teams are putting up 40 and 50 points a, a, a game. You need to have somebody like him to completely eliminate a or, uh, a position or a, a receiver. You need to have someone like AJ Boye on the other side to completely eliminate, um, you know, a, a, a another receiver. So pay him, pay him. Yeah. Really, really quick guys. So these are numbers from over the cap. We don't know how accurate they are. Usually they do a decent job of uh, the, their, their accuracy. I suggest you guys say, you know, check it out if you're ever wondering. Um, Josh Norman is the highest paid corner in the National Football League. In my opinion, Josh Norman is a bum. He was a bum when he was at Carolina, and he still is a bum for the Redskins. We'll actually see him this week. Uh, next is Tremaine Johnson. Who? Uh, the average fan, <laughs> I don't know who that is. Exactly. Tremaine Johnson for the Jets. Then Xavier Rhodes for the Vikings. Xavier Rhodes is He's a good corner. Good. Uh, yeah, very good. Another uh, another Noel, and you know Noel's we ain't doing too well, but you know, we still got some some bright spots in the NFL. Patrick Peterson, Cardinals. He's fourth. Kyle Fuller is fifth for the Bears. Desmond Trufant is sixth for the Falcons, and then we get to AJ Boye is seventh for the Jags. I can tell you right now, and this isn't as a fan. A lot of people would say this. Jalen Ramsey's better than those six guys well, I just round, named. Round, round out the top named. ten. So seven is Boy, Boye, who's eight. Okay. Boye. Uh, Stephon Gilmore okay. is eight for the yep. Patriots. Janoris Jenkins is okay. nine for the Giants. And Malcolm Butler is ten for the okay. Titans. Okay, so for the average fan, all guys you may have heard of. Jalen is better. Except for that Tremaine Jalen Jay, Jay, is better than everyone on that list. Hands down. No, no question, without a doubt. He's a better corner than than anyone on that list. He really, and, and this is not me being biased as a Jaguars fan. Uh, that's just a fact. <laughs> He's better than anyone on that team or anyone in in those seven. Um, I would put him up with Patrick Peterson just because of Patrick Peterson as him being a veteran. Um, of course, AJ um, Janoris Jenkins is an awesome corner. 
uh, you know, as, as well. Malcolm Butler, veteran, another good corner, uh, you know, on that as well. But like, like you said, Josh Norman, I, I don't know. I, I, I we, we see him this weekend uh, and maybe we haven't heard his name being called that much because the, the Redskins won because of the record is, you know, in, in the basement of the NFC uh, East. And then as far as, you know, maybe sometimes you don't hear uh, much from him because he's just shutting people down, you know? So maybe that, that, that could be a, that could be a, you know, a, that's not a knock on Norman or anything, but Jalen, he's up there. He needs to be paid. He needs to be compensated. And, you know, this is just what he does. This is just what uh, our, our player and what players are starting to do now, advocating for their talent, advocating for uh, the reason why they need to be getting paid. And, and I agree with it. Most people will say, oh, he's the bad guy. What about the team? What about our, what, we, no. Pay him. Everything else will fall into place when you lock up your good players. And to give you an example, so apparently the rookie deals are 100% guaranteed, according to this website. Josh Norman, obviously, he's not in his rookie deal. He's at 48.7% of his contract is guaranteed. That's $36.5 million. Total value of the deal is 75. Probably won't get all of that. We're looking at an average of $15 million per year. Of that, seven and a, or seven point three is guaranteed. So pretty much, you're looking at four, five, or six years, eighty, eighty-five million, and of that, forty to fifty of it guaranteed. It's about what we're looking at. Mm-hmm. He's that, that's that's high, man. Yeah. That's high. But it's it's worth it though. I mean, I, I wouldn't. I mean, the the last. Three years he's been here, right? Three years. Yeah, the last three years, mm-hmm. this is his third season here with us. He's been the best, and he's been an all-pro corner. In his second year, he was an all-pro corner. He's probably going to be an all-pro corner this year and go to the Pro Bowl. I know for he, – yeah, he's going to go to the Pro Bowl this year because the Jags aren't going – he's going to participate in the Pro Bowl this year for sure. So, um, yeah, you got to pay him. The consistency's there. And I and I haven't seen him. I haven't seen him getting completely torched on a on a play. You know what I mean? Like completely torched for like a long bomb touchdown. But I mean, hey, that's just me. Anybody can get beat on any given Sunday. Um, so uh, it just depends. You know, some of these receivers like you know, Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill did get him one time, but hey. Tyreek Hill is going to get everybody just because of how, how fast he can run and the fact that he can catch. And he's got a quarterback that can launch it a mile. But at the end of the day, we hope he stays. Hopefully they can work something out. It's going to be tough. It's going to be grind. Uh, and while, you know, we're still a year or two away from that, starting to come up because we got to pay somebody $16.5 million that may or not, may not be on the team next year. Uh, but speaking of QBs, man, we got a, a little little list for you today. Uh, kind of thinking about something, you know, we're, we're tired of talking about losing, so we're going to have a little fun with this. Obviously, we know we need a quarterback. We know it's a, uh, a league that is driven by that position. And we could only dream that we could have as good a quarterback as Kansas City or uh, Los Angeles Chargers or – I mean, any any of the teams that are vying for a playoff spot right now. So we went and found the top 10 movie quarterbacks 
of all, all time. time. All time. Now, these guys aren't in a particular position uh, or, or in a particular list or number or order, but we're just going to go by one by one, and then we'll put a little poll up on Twitter and see what you know people think. If there was one that we missed, you know, we apologize. Please let us know. But we're just gonna have a little fun, and we'll we'll, we'll get back to some serious at another episode. But first quarterback that I'm thinking of is Paul Blake from the Texas State Armadillos. <laughs> Necessary. <rough. laughs> I'd rather have him on my team than Blake Bortles. Just being okay. honest with you. All right, so you're going with him from this list that we have compiled. I am going with, uh, you know, someone who has shown that he's got the heart. He's got the will. He's not just going to take something when a play is called. I'm going with Steeman Willie Beeman from uh, from any given Sunday. I mean, he got into the he got into the play. He's changing the calls. He's got the running back. You know, LL Cool J saying, you know, you're you're taking away the plays that I'm designing and he's out there winning. Hey. Steaming Willie Beeman gets it done. Man. All right. So second one on my list, uh, this, this guy here, let me tell you, I didn't see him play in a game, but his highlight tape was off the chain. Okay. It was just, it was, it was great. For those of y'all that saw or have seen Napoleon Dynamite, <laughs> Uncle Rico, man. We'll go with Uncle Rico. Uncle Rico. He could throw football over a mountain. <laughs> Uncle, Uncle Rico. That's a good one, man. I, I, Uncle Rico would probably be... <laughs> I'm just thinking about it right now. Uncle Rico would probably be the worst... The person that we left off, I would rather take between Uncle Rico and him was Brucey from the from the, uh, from the the Longest Yard. But uh, staying with the Longest Yard, Paul Crew. I, and this isn't... What, what was Burt Reynolds' name in the Longest Yard? Was it Paul Crew? Was it Paul so Crew? I'm going Adam yeah, Sandler, Paul Crew. I'm going Adam okay. Sandler, Paul Crew. Some of our listeners that uh, you know maybe a Burt Reynolds fan, uh, RIP. Uh, I'm going with Paul. Or, excuse me. I'm going with uh, Adam Sandler. You know, on this one, he's got the uh, he, he's got the stones to really to really carry it in. So yeah, I'm going with him. Something that we need out of our, out of a quarterback here. Man, that, that, that's a, that's a good pick, man. He he. Yeah. Michael Irvin pretty much beat him up on that basketball court, and he still, you know, he still was able to get it done. You know, Chris Rock told him, "Don't <laughs> rile the brothers," and he still went out there and did it. Hey, they were, they were, they, 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 they played well. So, um, next, next, next guy. Now, this one, this one here is uh, kind of a, it, it was a toss up because both of them you know, played well. Um, they they were uh, competing for the same position. One came in kind of late. Uh, but we're going to go with the, uh, the, the the second one. Uh, he he led him to the to the state championship and thing in Virginia in like 1970. That's Ronnie Sunshine Bass. Remember the Sunshine. Titans? Lefty. He could run the option. He could he could throw it. Uh, he 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 could he he had soul power, man. So he, he he's it, man. Ronnie Sunshine Bass. Sunshine. All right. So you're going to go with Sunshine. Um, all right. I I get you the California kid from from from. From uh from Remember the Titans. Um for me, I am gonna go ahead with a probably the most underrated QB on this list. And uh that's the Mox. 
gonna go <laughs> Mox has got a cannon. Mox threw it for like 40 yards uh from the bench. So I I'm going I I'm going with Moxon for sure. Now if you're gonna go with, with, with Moxon, I, I gotta go with Lance Harbor, man. I mean they had a a, a, a wooden like sign in but the front yard. But they replaced it with when Mox yeah. came in. Yeah. So the 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 sign is removable. It is it's able to be planted. But I'm telling you, Mox has got it going. Uh, you know he he ran the oopty oop with uh to to Billy Bob, and he had Tweeter on the halfback reverse. So yeah, I'm going with uh, with Mox for sure. Oh man, uh, so if you got Mox. I got Lance Harbor. So it's your turn. Who 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 do we have next? Yeah, like I said, this is no particular order, but. Uh, we're just thinking of guys, movie quarterbacks that we wish we could, we had that could lead us to victory instead of uh, Bortles and and Kessler. There's a lot of rumblings that we should we we're probably going to sign Joe uh, Flacco or what is it Joe Flacco? Did I say it right? Joe, I, I could never say it. Right? Yeah, I, I don't know if it's Flacco or Flacco. Yeah, uh, but I'm gonna go with a distant cousin Joe of Joe and go Shane Falco with the. <laughs> <laughs> the, the replacement. So I'm going to go Shane Falco. Um, you, you know, it doesn't get any. Uh, the, it, I mean, we're going deep into our, our, our movie fantasy uh, fantasy draft right now. So yeah, Shane, Shane Falco. Oh man, if he only had guards, if Boros had guards like he did, that would basically <laughs> shoot up a car for him. We we had that one we, guy that be winning playing, every uh, game. You know, yeah, if he had a sumo wrestler for yeah. tackle. Like, yeah. hey, get your spot, Vern. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man! So this next one, man, he he overcame a lot, and I think Blake should really sit down and talk to this guy because he really overcame a lot and still played well and still was able to lead his team to a bowl game. Mm. I'm talking about Joe Kane, mm. the program. Yeah. Uh, for, for some some young guys, it's a movie from 1990, 1993, 1994. Uh, definitely recommend it. It's a, it's a good football movie. It's, it's kind of fun. It's kind of comedic, too, but it, it gets it's got a serious really side to it. But <laughs> It gets dark really quick. Like when Joe Kane's in the shower and he goes on his, like, that motorcycle ride into, like, the desert and finds himself and comes back and he's just some some kind of crazy quarterback. I, I hate to spoil the movie for anybody that hasn't seen it. Sorry. I just gave yeah. it away. Well, he, he had the girl on the back of the motorcycle, and she I thought think he, he was, was crazy or something like that. Uh, anyway, and yeah. that that and you yeah, had the um, but take, take how, home, okay. Man. So in that movie, in the program, how were they able to actually have a made up college playing real colleges? Because they played Boston College. Uh, I think they played Florida State. Well, no, the so. Apparently, the and I don't know this to be true. Somebody might be able to tell me, but um, the movie was loosely written on the early '90s Florida State teams that were apparently corrupted with uh, not so great, you know, conduct amongst the team. That's just <laughs> that's Wikipedia stuff. Sorry, uh, man, this Yingling's yeah, not going down yeah, too good right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Shut up, whatever. But. Uh, that that's what I've read. I don't think that's true. Maybe someone just said, "Oh, the uniforms kind of match," so they're talking about FSU. Da da da. But um, but yeah, that's that's just you know Wikipedia stuff. You know, you could donate a quarter to Wikipedia and write anything about that, anybody. That that is so. a um, that that is true. 
That, that, <laughs> so um, I think as far as I'm concerned, the last one that I can can recollect some of the film that I've seen, uh, you know, on this guy, and it's early film too. So I'm talking you probably like 94, 93 uh, on this guy, but I'm going to go with Junior Floyd from the Little Giants. <laughs> Man. He, he, he could throw a roll of yeah. Charmin into a yeah. grocery cart. Like, he had the ice icebox, uh, you know, blocking for him. So yeah, I'm I'm going with Junior for for sure. Oh man, so that uh, that 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 does that round it out, or do we got one more? No, I think we got one more, one more. Did we mention uh, Jerry Red Harris? Option remember the Titans? Yeah, the option quarterback. So he, he couldn't really he couldn't really throw it. We never really saw him throw it. But man, he he went on a um, what was it thirty eight thirty eight or thirty two blast mm-hmm. with a backside George Reyes. We haven't seen, like we haven't seen Lamar Jackson throw the ball <laughs> yet. So I mean, that may be hope for uh, that may be hope for a Rev. Yeah, yeah. So hey, man, hope the risk gets better. But hey, but guys, those were our, our ten top movie quarterbacks. I think it was ten, maybe maybe even a little bit more, maybe twelve. I don't, I don't know. But uh, that we wish we had on the team that could lead us to a W instead of the ones that we do have. If you think of any more that are, you know, that we may have missed, shoot us a, a, a line on Twitter. Let us know. Uh, but you know, try to have a little fun. You know, we know it's a tough season, and uh, hopefully that it turns around you know, next year. We got three more games to go, and then we're gonna have a long off season. I'm sure a lot of Jag fans will be looking forward to the draft to see what we do now that we actually, you know. You know, Tom Coughlin, hopefully they get a new GM. Um, I'm, I'm over Dave Caldwell. I know a lot of Jags fans out there are over him too. Um, so, Yeah, we'll, we'll see change, exactly man. you know what goes on. And again, guys, you know this is for fun. Um, today is Thursday, so we're pretty sure you guys have heard everything that's been happening you know, on the local outlets and pretty much read everything. You know, We don't want to be uh, another podcast just beating down the Jags. You know, of course, we still love them. And we hope to see a lot of y'all at the game on, on Sunday too. Um, you know, even though it, it not really in our favor, it, it, you're going to see probably the bottom of the barrel as far as quarterbacks go in the league with Josh Johnson starting against the, for the skins and then, you know, uh, the Cody Kessler starting for the Jags. Um, you know, this is probably the best time of the year to come out. Last one. Um, you know, hopefully we can get a W, uh, you know, in, in inside of uh, the bank. And if you are listening, uh, you know, on I, I, iTunes or any other outlet, you know, go ahead and leave us a you know a five star rating. We really do appreciate it. We le- really do appreciate some of the uh, interaction that we've got on uh, Twitter. Shout out to Kevin Brown. You know, he's usually in the mentions with us and, and probably tagging us in some really good stuff. So we really do appreciate that. And um, shout out to probably the list, our consistent listener, uh, most consistent listener out in Hawaii, stationed in the military. I don't know what. Uh, what he does out there. He runs a summer camp, I think, uh, on, a, on a submarine. But uh, shout out to uh, James Austin, man, for listening to us. Really do appreciate you guys. And uh, we'll see you uh, next week. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. 
Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.